Hi, welcome to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Palt, and I've got Tony Astley. He's the director of EMEA Sales for GAN Systems. And, uh, well, GAN, wide band gap semiconductors in general are just exploding. I mean, well, they have been in the continuing. Isn't that right, Tony? Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, they're exploding. They have been exploding, and it just continues to get better and better. Uh, we've moved from the uh, what is the technology, what does it do, what can I use it for? We've gone past all that. Customers are now into what do I do with this from a business standpoint? And for the first time in you know 20 years probably, the opportunity for seismic shifts in market share for our customers is now present. And that's why it's important customers start to think about you know, what are they going to do with this and how are they going to use this technology to make a shift in their business and gain share in their end equipment. Exactly. So we're past the gee whiz point now. It's how do I make money with it? Absolutely right. Absolutely well, right. And, and the thing is, is that you, you, to, to beat your analogy up a little bit more, it's continuing to explode. How long can a bomb keep exploding? Well, if you look at history and you look at the MOSFET and the superjunction MOSFET, it can continue to explode for 20 years. Um, you know, this is just another transition in a historical transition of power technology from the valve right through to today's technology. And wide band gap is just the next generation of power conversion. And better valves. Better valves, yeah. <laughs> Much better valves. <laughs> Well, and that's and that's the beautiful thing about it. Now, um, there's a lot of players in the marketplace, but it's so new. It's not really a competitive situation. It's more of a collaborative, educational environment, or something like that. What would you say? Well, I think with any industry, if you're the only one out there, then people are always going to be concerned. So, the more players you have, the more competition you have. That's got to be better for the customer mm-hmm. because everybody's starting to learn from everybody else. The market matures faster. People get better products, better development capability, and the whole infrastructure around the the core technology improves faster. Right. So you get packaging developments, you get simulation developments, you get third parties getting involved, you get people capable of providing design services, and that happens much quicker the more people that are playing in the market. Well, and in the case of GAN, it's insane on that development side because you're putting pressure on all of those fronts. You're pressuring the packaging, you're pressuring the passives, you're pressuring the magnetics. Uh, There isn't a single part of the board that isn't under some type of pressure because of the advantages of wideband gap semiconductors. Absolutely right. I mean, it touches every part of the power circuit, whether it be a simple inductor or right through to magnetics and, and eventually the switch. The, uh, the important thing is is that no single company can do all of that. So the model that GAN Systems has is we work closely with best-in-class players in those fields. So our uh, supply chain is world-class, qualified, automotive, world-class capacity, capable of, of, of supplying customers with a reliable, secure source of supply. And in addition to that, we've been working closely with partners um, to develop drivers, magnetics, uh, thermal management systems, and so on and so forth. And the more customers take advantage of the entire 
portfolio of, of, of products surrounding the shift to higher performance power conversion, then those are the customers that will get maximum return on those investments. Mm-hmm. Now, Tony, the, one of the things that um, is going on right now, and it's a very interesting trend, uh, and I want to compare it to what's going on in our part of the space here with the GAN, is this consolidation and acquisition activity. Everybody's buying everybody, and I realize that there's a lot of marketing reasons behind it. Um, in the GAN space, we're seeing a lot of partnerships, and I'm wondering, is it because the GAN companies are wary of getting in too deep with their partners? They don't want to be absorbed? Or the is it the industry's just not ready yet to start acquiring GAN companies? I think it's the industry's just not ready for full acquisitions. Um, there's a whole range of things to think about when you're acquiring a company. It's not just about acquiring these parts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the roadmap. It's about what do we get next. You know, the, 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 the pain of consolidation is massive. Whether it's a small acquisition or a large acquisition, the pain is, is huge as you try to digest. And so there's got to be something at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's where people are thinking, well, what is next? You know, what is coming? And it's, it's, it's the, the importance to have a strong roadmap. Uh, and I think at GAN Systems, we, we have that. That's a very good point. But interestingly enough, the partnerships in the GAN space are very strong. The companies involved are very, very aggressively yeah. uh, pursuing these development partnerships. And it's just interesting to see the difference between on the one side in the semiconductor space, engulf and devour. Yeah. And in the in the wide band gap space, cooperation, pacing, it's interesting. Well, in, in what you call traditional semiconductor terms, the market is incredibly mature. You know, incredibly mature. You know, everybody knows everything. There's no, you know, there's no secrets anymore. Nothing hidden. Nothing hidden. Um, in the in the GAN space, um, if I switch it a little bit to talk about customers, I can understand why customers are a bit concerned about being first with wide band gap or gallium nitride. But I sure as hell wouldn't want to be second because, <laughs> as, we, as we've just talked about, it's not about the switch per se. It's about a whole new way of thinking about power conversion. And if you're second, you can't just go buy another ARM core. You've got to go redesign your entire system to catch up. And that's why this has the potential for seismic shifts in market share for customers, not just for the suppliers, but customers. And if, you know, if a customer is behind that curve, then it's much harder to catch up. And, you know, competitive advantage is something that's significantly better than your competition and, more importantly, difficult to copy. Mm. But when somebody shifts to a wide band gap solution and takes it to market, that's a competitive advantage that's really difficult to copy very quickly. Very good point. Um, I'd like to draw a parallel to the uh, integration of digital power technology uh, about a decade ago. When you think about it, all those companies that spun off from the Tyco Lucent mm-hmm. debacle, I mean, in one way, Lucent almost did the industry a favor in uh, accelerating the development by forcing all these guys out. Mm-hmm. But they went out, they started their companies, and they all, they all relatively rapidly got reacquired into the industry. Mm-hmm. 
it's very, I mean, so I was just curious how you would compare the two because they were both disruptive technologies, yeah. but this one is more of a core fundamental disruptive technology, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to take. It's, I mean, it's hard to take parallels from something that happened ten years ago. I mean, the industry's changed dramatically. I mean, if you look excellent at, point. If you look at the acquisitions that are going on today, you wouldn't have dreamed that the Texas Instruments would acquire National Semiconductor ten years ago, and so it's hard to draw that parallel. What happens in the wide band gap space will be defined by the market dynamics today. And if I look at what I mean by that is the electrification of vehicles. Okay, that's an, a, a massive change in the way the vehicle manufacturers think about their products, and that is coming at a time when power conversion is converting on their requirements. And so, you know, could I imagine that a vehicle manufacturer might be interested in wide band gap semiconductors because it's so fundamental to their automotive? Uh, uh, transitions so anything that moves that's electric is going to benefit from smaller lighter more efficient power and it will turn into user benefit so now you're talking about a technology that may look like a small power switch but can translate very clearly into user benefit in a vehicle well that's massive I mean, it, it, it's, it's not been, in fact, there's never been another example of, of, of linking consumer benefit with silica, semiconductor technology other than Intel Inside. Right, directly linking it to the core technology. Absolutely. That's an excellent point, Tony. I'm really glad you brought that up. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> but having said all of that, it is a podcast and we are running on time. But before I let you go, uh, I always give my guests the last word in my show. Mm -hmm. So it could be a little bit more about uh, the company, yep. something about products, maybe a teaser for Electronica, or just a tip for our audience. But the floor is yours. Okay. Well, all I can say is that... You know, power conversion has transitions about once every 20 years. And when those transitions come, it provides opportunities for customers of end equipment to make seismic shifts in market share. Switching costs prohibit significant market share changes unless there's a dramatic shift in technology. And this is now providing that. So I'm sort of reminded of a little story that comes up on LinkedIn very often that, you know, the CFO of a company asks the CEO of a company, if we train all our people and they leave, what happens? And the CEO turns around and says, what if we don't train them and they stay? <laughs> well, you know, I think of the parallel with new technologies. What if we use this new technology as a problem? My argument would be, if you don't use this technology and there's not a problem, you're behind the curve. So, exactly. That's an excellent point, Tony. Thank you so much. I'm really glad you, and especially at this, uh, we're, I, for our audience, we're in the middle of the uh, ECCE in Europe in uh, Karlsruhe. I managed to grab Tony off to the side for a short conversation, so I'm really glad that he was able to take the time. I'm really glad, Tony, you were able to take Always the time, and thank you. Always a pleasure. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Power Systems Design. Have a great day. Uh -huh.